I'm Stevie. And I'm Joe. And welcome to Not, Not Best, Best Movie, Movie Nights, Nights, where I, as a movie buff, introduce my not best friend Joe here Hi. to movies. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm terrible at watching movies. Always. And so this is how I earn my good graces. <laughs> yes, you must earn your place in my... I mean, you <laughs> did hate me for a while. Hate is such a strong word. Lord of the Rings. I still hate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> my point. Anyway. There was no a while. I still hate you. Anyway, <laughs> fair warning. Not, not a warning necessarily, but just some of these movies that we're going to watch are going to be like Academy Award, epic, awesome, wonderful movies. And then some are going to be kind of trashy. And that's okay. Trashy movies have their place in cinema. They do. And I am really excited to see how this bounces back and forth. <laughs> or all around. <laughs> because like, we're very, you and I are very cheesy people. We oh, like totally. our cheese. And so the to cheesier have, the better. Oh, hell yeah. Extra and so cheese. to have all, like, if we only watch really serious, epic movies. I feel like I'd get really exhausted. Exactly. I mean, they're great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm learning to love them. Look at this. Don't live in the extremes. It's a whole nother dialogue for a whole nother <laughs> session. Anyways, I have a pot in mouth. I oh, so do I. I swear <laughs> like a sailor. I would make sailors blush. So, uh, fair warning. That's for a whole different reason. It has nothing to do with cussing. Oh my God. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so, fair warning. We cuss. This is why this is an explicit podcast. And also, there will be spoilers. Because we're going to discuss the movie, and then we're going to step away, and we're going to watch, and then we're going to come back and discuss it in depth. I like the plan. I like the plan, too. So, okay. you ready to hear? <laughs> so, what movie are we watching? So, this week is not as heavy as the last oh one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But we're going to watch a movie that I feel is frustratingly, like, aligns with something that you told me you were struggling with recently. Oh, no. And it has, I, for the record, <laughs> okay. I did not pick this movie. Yes, it's on your list. Oh, okay. But my husband picked it. Actually, he was like, oh, all of those are really good choices. Which one? And I was like, well, I kind of want to watch this one. He's like, yeah, okay, we can watch that one. So he kind of picked it with my influence. Okay. Uh, we're going to watch the movie Constantine. Okay. What do you know about that movie? Um, I know that there's a scene where he like drops into the depths of hell smoking a cigarette. Kind of, yes. Sure. Yes. Um, I, I, I do know that it, I believe, and maybe I'm wrong, I think it's a part of the story or like within the same universe as the Da Vinci Code. Mm -mm. No? Not that I've ever, maybe that's a theory that I don't know about. I have no idea. That's that may, okay, okay, so I'm maybe that's wrong. Some I don't even think I can tell you the name of the actor. Colin Farrell? No. Tom Cruise? No. That other guy that looks like them. For those of you listening, this is deeply hurting my soul. <laughs> this is literally how awful I am at movies. I mean, so the fact welcome... that you're able to get two actors' names correct, they're not in the movie, but just, like, <laughs> correct. I just knew who they were. You know that they exist in the Tom universe. Farrell? No. Is that even a person? No. I don't know. Tom Farrell, well, that probably is a person. It's probably a human being out there named Tom, Tom Farrell, if you're listening. Hello. Nice to have Comment, you here. Comment, say hi. <laughs> Comment, say hello. And I'm sorry for my friend here. It's Keanu Reeves. That's the one. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was in the like beat 'em up movie. <laughs> he was also in, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which has nothing to do with physical violence. <laughs> I uh, <coughs> what was the uh the exterminator? No, that's not it. There's three installments of it, that's all I know. And then he like kills somebody because they killed his dog. Oh my god. I'm kind of proud of you in that aspect, but it's not called the exterminator, <laughs> although he does a great job at exterminating people. <laughs> Uh, no, that would be John Wick, and oh, that yeah. is on your list. Yeah, same guy though, right? It is the same guy. Yes. It's also the same guy from The Matrix <gasps> and Speed. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, oh, hold on. I'm with Lake House. That's okay. a, that's a cutesy okay. romance. You okay. know. So maybe maybe these are all going to end up on our list. We don't know yet. I, I don't know yet. She knows. We I'm have a list. Gonna just go I don't ahead. get to see it though. That's not true. Kind of. <laughs> I'm going to just go add all of those to lists. I know John Wick's already on there. So. That's fair. Um, um, but no, I don't really know a lot about Constantine. I know that he... Does uh, stuff. He does... He's he's like... He's not an exorcist. At least I don't think he's an exorcist. But he he's very connected with, like, the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, I do know. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think he fights demons, mm-hmm. which I guess would be an exorcist. But I don't think he's an exorcist. I feel like... I know the Vatican is involved, I think. Yes. I know, I think. I think this is the guy that gets called when the exorcist doesn't work. Ah. Okay. Cool. This is... I've I've never... uh, Yeah. Okay. It's going to be interesting. I'm excited. It also has Rachel Weiss in it. Who's that? Did you ever see The Mummy? Yeah. The cutesy librarian girl from The Mummy? Oh, I love her. She's adorable. She is adorable. And she's kind of fun in this one, too. Okay, cool. Not on the same... Like, nowhere near the same, like, cutesy-ditsy level that she was. Cutesy-ditsy level. Yeah. She wasn't a ditz, though. She was a librarian and very smart. Also kind you of, like, street smart dumb. That's why I was like, you can still be a ditz and be very well read. I mean, there's a difference between book smart and street smart. Exactly. She was very book smart. She was very book smart. She is the one that, like... Knew the stuff. She read the things. All the things. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't very intelligent otherwise. In she had of... some ditzy moments. Yeah. Okay, I'll agree. There we go. So, um... There's a lot of other good Tilda Swinton's in this. I can't remember the name of the actor who I plays. I love that you tell me devil. these names and I don't know who they are. I know. I don't know why I'm listing them off at this point. It's a waste of my time. So it's a it's wasted on me. It's not a waste of your sure. time because they mean something to you. Yes. It's just wasted on me. Anyways, so um, my husband will be joining us. I don't know if he's gonna join us on the reaction uh, recording, but he's gonna join us in at least watching it. Correct. Um, again, he picked it. So uh, yeah, you want to go watch? Let's do it. Okay. And as always, spoilers ahead. And we're back. Yeah. I love that we left and we're back. And it was literally two seconds later to the people that are listening. Yes, but it was really like two hours later. I know. The real world. It's a true fact. At least it's not like a week later. I know. True. <laughs> this is true. Not that um, we haven't done that before, but that's besides the point. Right. All right, so Constantine. It's an interesting movie, for sure. I love it. It's a good movie. I do question whether I would watch it again. I mean, I think it's worth watching again because I'm trying to adopt this whole, like, maybe the first time wasn't, like, the best. Mm-hmm. So I don't – it's not that I don't. I didn't like it. I did enjoy it. It was a good movie. I definitely didn't feel like – super captivated and like enthralled by any of the characters rude i think like connecting with them on a personal level fair that i didn't feel and i think that's part of my own struggle with like religion and 
all of the stuff that comes along with that. So, Which I'm kind of surprised that that's where you didn't get connected to John. Okay. Of that struggle of, I mean, granted, his is a little more, I'm literally in the middle of two. I'm literally stuck here. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't really want to be here. Yeah. But I'm here. Yeah. As a, but I mean, I, and granted, yours is coming from more of like an outside perspective. Totally. Um, and I, and, and it's not that I don't like or respect religion. It's just that I didn't grow up in it. It was never something that was like super huge in my family or in my life. And mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I have a tie to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to find relationship in it, like that's or a relationship with it or to it on like a personal level to the religion itself. However, in the movie, it was super interesting mm-hmm. because I think, honestly, I think it took me like halfway through to like when he killed Balthazar. Mm-hmm. I that was way more than halfway through, but okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Not, I, I guess I understood it before then. Fair. But um, that was when it like really clicked. Like I'm like his job is to send people. Well, the Nephilim is mm-hmm. what I know them as. Oh, look at you busting out them like big fancy Catholic words. <laughs> oh, is that a Catholic word? I just know it from Diablo. I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> See, told you this is where this is my knowledge of like religion. That's okay. Um, but yeah, like the half breeds. Mm. So. That he was sending, the, the half-breeds were the ones that he was sending back to hell. Because I thought he was just the equivalent of, like, a an exorcist and sending just demons. Like, regular old demons back mm-hmm. to hell. Which I guess he does. But it didn't quite click that it was the, the halflings that he was sending back to hell. For a considerable portion of the movie. Mm-hmm. But when it, it clicked, it made a whole lot more sense. <laughs> it does help. Right? Oh my god. How weird. Yeah. And I was paying attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and I think maybe that's something that's different between how I view movies and how you view movies is that, like, I don't really have to go into a movie knowing a whole lot, maybe like having watched the trailer and that's it, and just kind of accepting the world for what it is. Like, the first half of most movies is like outlining what the rules of the world are, whether it's that's true. your normal human, non demonic, super magic y type mm-hmm. situation. Totally. Or just, hey, here's, like, the base level. This is the knowledge you need to know. Mm-hmm. Here's the, you know, exposition. Well, and that, I, th- I think part of my problem, and maybe this is part of why I don't, like, watch movies and enjoy them as much as, like, other people do. Mm-hmm. I get, I, it's almost like I get lost too far in the story. Mm-hmm. And I miss a lot of key context things. Mm-hmm. And then things don't make sense because I was too, like, ooh, butterfly in the movie. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wait, what happened? <laughs> what was the ooh, butterfly in this? I guess I'm curious. What was the first one? Or was the biggest one that's causing you to giggle right now? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's why I'm giggling. Because I'm, I'm, I'm having realizations right now and I don't know how I feel about them. I Sorry, not sorry? Sorry, not sorry. No, that's <laughs> you don't have to be sorry. What do you have to be sorry for? My... I don't really know. I don't know where the butterfly was. I think I was just really enamored by the, like, the context of the story. Like, this guy literally, like, sends himself to hell on a whim. Mm-hmm. That was one thing. That for funsies. Like, yeah, for funsies. Not I'll really. Go check it, out. it was See, not for funsies. Well, it was uh, a really big favor to our, the, the, the female. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot her name. Actually. Angela. Angela. Yes. I actually don't even know if I knew her name. Yeah. It was Isabel and Angela. Yeah, I knew Isabel. They said Isabel a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had no idea her name was Angela. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that was one of the, like, that was probably the first butterfly. Like, ooh, how does he do this? I really wanted to see more of how that happened, but it didn't. He sticks his feet in water and holds the cat. What else do you need to I, know? I, what was, and I, <laughs> I didn't understand what the cat was for, but cool. <laughs> well, and I think, and I mean, okay, again, just like the last ones, there's it's a, based on a comic book. Haven't, oh, re- haven't read the comic book. It's okay. actually a DC comic. I had no idea. Yeah, you're welcome. Obviously, you didn't pay attention to the opening credits when it says DC Comics. <laughs> Not, but it's, this was pre, like, DC Universe, like uh-huh. the MCU, right. and, like the DCU. It's pre all of that. Okay. And much better. Right. People might disagree with me, and that's okay. And so, again, if you want to know more about the world, mm-hmm. go read the comic. However, like, my understanding specifically of that situation mm-hmm. is... So again, he talks about the water is a neutral plane, and it helps kind of balance. lubricate the the transition between the two different yes, like, the transition worlds. Between yeah. worlds. Yeah, with the cat, it was Isabel's cat. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the the like, and the fact that cats are half in, half out, as he said, and then also that I think it being a living thing Mm -hmm. makes it a little bit stronger. Like, cause he was going through her stuff as if he was going to hold on to something to help try to find her. Right. But then he was like, wait, cat even better. They're half in half out anyways. And I think that's something that I didn't quite understand. Half in and half out of what? Different planes of existence. So hell, heaven, (gasps) earth. Fascinating. Purgatory. I would assume is probably one. Yeah. Look at my cat. She's fucking insane. Uh, yeah. I love your cat. One of my cats. The other two are fine. She's... Are they? What's wrong with Mara Poof? <laughs> Nothing. I love Mara Poof. Exactly. Especially when I'm chosen. <laughs> when you get chosen, it's like, oh, it's an honor. <laughs> Maybe she's half in and half on the other side. <laughs> That's why Zura's a nightmare and Mara's just fine. This angel. She's such sweet. Anyways, let's talk. Let's do some character talk, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So let's talk. We'll talk John okay. first. Thoughts on, on Mr. Constantine... I do appreciate Johnny Boy. Constantine Johnny Boy as a character. Maybe I we really could like psychoanalyze his... him like we have a bad habit of doing. Oh, it'll happen eventually. Exactly. I really appreciated his like aloofness almost. Like he does believe, but he doesn't believe. Like he's like, it's almost like, so when we worked in inpatient and something would happen and you would go, <sighs> okay, here we go again. And again, I think it, there's a, there's somewhat of that, and I think there's somewhat of that burnout. Yeah, totally. Him, he's got which burnout. makes sense though. Yeah, because and and I mean, he's had to live with this in his entire life. Yes, he he's had to live with a gift his entire life, and there's also that piece of like you can't just buy your way back in. You took a life, and that's a big issue, right? Even though you've done all of these other, and so him pointing out like there's kind of a hypocrisy to this Mm -hmm. because he could stop yeah he could stop doing what he was doing Mm -hmm. and let them figure it out on their own right and instead he's like no i'm still going to be a good person and continue my and to do my gift yeah continue to use the gifts that i have Mm -hmm. even though it's not really getting me anywhere Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to continue doing this thing, even though I know that I'm going to go to hell anyway. Yeah. And Which that was... I didn't quite understand why he was condemned to hell anyway. Because he took a life. Because he killed himself? Yeah. That's a big no-no in the Catholic world, in the well, Christian world. 
It's not anymore. Depends on what branch of it you believe. That's fair. Last I heard, they said that if you are struggling from mental health issues and you take your own life, that means you're not of like sound mind. I think the Pope recently came out and said something about that because our friends, the Catholics, (laughs) discussed that. True. Um, and so I think he did recently come out and kind of make that proclamation. Yes. However, there again, that's this is how we end up with all the different Christianity sects. Sex. S E C T S. Sex. Um, is because they all take different things and kind of branch off. Uh, and so I imagine no, there are I still genuinely, some. I, I've always wondered like if everyone, all of these people say like, okay, I'm a Christian. And then the follow up question is like, yeah, but what denomination? I never understood where the denominations came from. <laughs> I genuinely was like, I don't, I don't, I don't get, get it. it. I don't get it. Like, I have no connection to so any of this. So Christianity is up here, and then there's little branches. Yeah, so, like, no, that makes sense okay, now. Okay, it's okay. like a family tree, but with religion. Yeah, pretty much. Sure of. They're like siblings. They're like, I mean, there's Cousins. some, there's some, oh no, they're definitely still siblings. Uh, there's some that just get along better with others than others. Others. <laughs> Sure. Well, I mean, within the tree and with outside of the tree. Sure. So. I mean, it's like fam- It's like a family tree and cousins or another family. Who exactly. Knows? See, I'm really sad that Bryn didn't join us on this because I think he could have spoke a lot to the religious piece and I'm kind of okay with it because we would be here for seven hours. It's <laughs> like, a true fact. That's a lot of editing. That's a lot of editing. So, yes. So, I, I and I'm personally, of course, not that I'm religious by any means, but mm-hmm. I'm of the big fan base of, yeah, let's not condemn mental health and mental illness and right. suicide to like if you're not in your right mind is that really something that's okay to do right exactly yeah. although arguments could be made because there's a lot of other like choices that humans make mm-hmm. like harming other people uh-huh i was thinking it was just but arguments could be made that they're not in their right mind that's true but I, fuck them <laughs> Don't I mean, kill people. Don't hurt people. Don't murder your husbands. Don't. Well, unless he needs it. But <laughs> we're not condoning anyone to kill anybody. No, please <laughs> don't. Please don't kill anybody. You know, get rid of the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the bathroom. I'm sorry. It's a pretty bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um. So back to John. Yes, back to Mr. Constantine. <laughs> um, I, I do appreciate his aloofness, but I guess I didn't really think of it in that regard of like, I know that I'm going to help, but I'm going to do this anyway. And so like this, this conviction that he has of like, this is my duty. And he's very much so accepted that mm-hmm. and embraced it, even though he's bitter. And I think, but and, and I think, again, that speaks so much to his character. Mm-hmm. And you see that in his relationship with Angela of that, like, I'm going to be this bitter, pissed off religious individual mm-hmm. because I've I've kind of gotten a raw deal mm-hmm. and I can't let you just fall. No. I can't watch him. I can't sit back and watch humanity get beat up by demons. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go out like little girl getting yeah. her shit rocked by a demon in the first five minutes of the movie. Right. You know, so literally um, the opening scene, literally well, second yeah. scene. Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, you see that with Angela, he does the same thing. Like mm-hmm. initially he's blowing her off. Yeah. But then realizes like, oh shit. Yeah. And like demons are following you. Demons are following you. And there's not just like one or two. Like yeah, there's a, like a whole fucking lot of horde. Like, yeah. And again, goes through that same process of builds up that friendship with her uh-huh. to then, you know, help her ultimately in the end. Yeah. So I, I, I appreciate Constantine's character and just. 
Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think talking about him and like vocalizing a lot of this, like mm-hmm. I saw it, but it didn't quite like click in my head. Mm-hmm. And so I think talking it out about him, mm-hmm. I appreciate him a whole lot more than I thought I did. Because mm-hmm. he just kind of seemed like an aloof, nice asshole. But he's not just an aloof, nice asshole. He's an aloof, an aloof, nice asshole with morals. And, you know, daddy issues in the worst way possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not untrue. Um, and, well, and I'm I'm a huge fan. Of, I mean, you know, I'm a huge fan of villains, typically. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, probably becoming an even bigger fan of, like, the anti-hero. The, like, I don't really want, like, the Deadpool, the... I mean, what's the one with Will Smith? Hancock. Yeah, they could have done that movie so much better. I they need to go back and remake it and make it R to actually ag- like yeah. make that a quality movie. I would agree with that. I can't believe you actually know that movie and have seen it. And I mean, I've seen it. Do I remember a lot about it? No, do nobody does the, because it was terrible, and we've all blocked it out it? because trauma. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I remember the gist of it. Yeah, I mean, you watch the trailer. There's the gist of it. Exactly. <laughs> But again, like having these, I guess it's also kind of somewhat of that reluctant hero at the same time. Right. Where he doesn't, mess, again, he, he isn't happy with the role he's been subscribed mm-hmm. or prescribed. And yet does it anyways because mm-hmm. he's just a good person. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, 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 he's, he's good people. He's good people. He's good people. He's good people. So Angela. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, the opening scene that I saw her in when she's in, like, confession, and she's like, it's been two weeks since my last confession. Mm-hmm. And I killed a man. I was like, well, girl, don't they have to, like, report that shit? Like, no. are you going to go to jail? We like, don't have to report that. Mm, it's a true fact. Unless they're threatening to harm someone Unless else. they're telling us ahead of time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but if they tell us after the fact. It's not an untrue fact. We that's, can't that's, report. That's, that's a good point. Yep. That's a valid point. Doesn't that feel weird? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever thought about that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's a great ethical question. Mm-hmm. Save that for a different podcast. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> um, um, no, confession, they're actually even more strict than we are, than HIPAA is. Yeah? Or HIPAA and duty to warn. Right. So. Interesting. At least from what I've been told. Again, not religious. I don't, I don't think I've ever done confession, so I'm I don't not know. Catholic. I've never gone to confession. Also, There's never that. been baptized, so. I've been baptized. You're closer than I am. And that worked out real well. <laughs> Oops. Brush but, the dust off. It's fine. It's fine. This is why I don't burst into flames when I walk into churches. It works out really well. Benefited me in the future. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, so, Angela. I, so, I, this is something that I noticed watching through, and I think this was more just kind of, now I get to kind of sit back and pay a little bit closer attention to. I mean, I've seen Constantine a billion times, but again, it's been a long time mm-hmm. since I've actually sat down and watched it. But something I noticed with her mm-hmm. is up until the bathtub scene, mm-hmm. her hair is up and she's always fairly well presented. Yeah. She's very well put together. Modest. Mm-hmm. As soon as the bathtub scene, her hair is down. And her shirt is basically undone. Or shirt is undone or she's like, she doesn't have the suit jacket on. Yeah. I mean, and, and not as worried about the like, modesty versus immodesty because there's going to be some context with that 
but just her presentation shifts. She goes from, and, and this talks about her character again, right? Like mm-hmm. she started denying her gift. Mm-hmm. And I bet that's when she did that. Like she literally clammed up, hair pulled back, full, like you present yourself in a specific way right. to be taken seriously. seriously so that way in nobody this way. in this way. And as soon as you step back into that world, that makes sense. she's a little looser, if that makes sense. Well, so I just have not, noticed that. I when you're not that trying to contain everything. And when you're not trying to hide. Yeah. You can actually kind of be a little more free. You can be a little bit more you. Yeah. So that was just something I happened to notice. That's, and I thought that was kind of fascinating. Yeah. No, I, I definitely noticed that shift. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I put it to that same context. Mm-hmm. I loved her, like, denial of everything. Like, she knew that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. With her sister. With her sister. like Outside of just, you know. Like, outside of mental mentally, health issues. Yeah. But, like, that something was wrong about her suicide, about her death. Mm-hmm. And I I appreciate like I mean realize I realize we wouldn't have a movie if she just was like okay, but oh she must have killed herself yeah <laughs> but I, I do appreciate the the connection that she portrayed to her sister in just terms of relationship and mm-hmm. that like bonding mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really what it's almost like she denied the bond up until the scene in um, her sister's hospital room mm-hmm. where it was like twins have a connection like what did she want you to see mm-hmm. what did she leave here just for you mm-hmm. oh that poking <sighs> it's good poke it was a really good poke it was solid poking. um but so i guess there's this undertone of like even though she's been denying this part of herself mm-hmm. her entire life almost mm-hmm. there were little hints that she never really stopped like she she would deny it but it was that like i know there's this part of me that's like mm-hmm. there like there's right. this part of me that i'm just choosing to like push down or to stifle or suppress or whatever Mm -hmm. i think she did a really good job portraying that Mm -hmm. because it came through in very subtle ways of Mm -hmm. like the hesitation Mm -hmm. well and i think angela or um isabel was the perfect representation of that part that she stifled Mm -hmm. and in fact you can look at it from that perspective Mm -hmm. of isabel that part of her dies Mm -hmm. and there's that like but i don't want it gone Mm -hmm. but i don't want it to be completely disappeared my sister was the connection to that part of myself Mm -hmm. even if i deny yeah and then her carrying that guilt yeah totally which adds to the i'm going to deny that she killed herself because i know there's other things that she could do well i know there's other things at play Mm -hmm. even if i don't see them anymore even if i deny them i know for a fact there's other things at play Mm -hmm. but there's also that i mean that was probably what like 30 years of 20 30 years of denying it in that gap for her from mm-hmm. that world yeah that she almost has to be drowned in literally order to thrown back into literally it. like drowned back into it in order to remember uh-huh. and recognize that that's that's real like uh-huh. and even though she again the whole time she's sitting there going no i know it's the, i know there's something more i know there's something more i right, know there's right, something right, right. more you know so i just love it fascinating is it, it's it's such a complex movie, and I really appreciate the layers that they they added to the characters. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about it, it's seeming like a better movie. Oh, that works. <laughs> and I think something that I don't feel like some other movies can do as well, but this one I felt like did really well is showing those growth pieces or showing those aspects of the character without blatantly saying it. 
Like there was nobody walking around going, oh, John's such a good guy. John's such a great guy. Like the closest we got was the priest. And mm-hmm. even he was just kind of like, I really don't want to do that favor for you, but I'm going to do that favor for you, I guess. I don't want to. Please don't make me. You know, like, right. and that poor guy. There's nobody walking around being like the duality of Andrew and Isabel. <laughs> like, you know, like there's no parent figure right. that lays that out and be like, well, you and your sister have always just been so close and then something happened between like you yeah. know she just wasn't well they're not, like they're, they're not spoon feeding you the story exactly and they're not spoon feeding you the like subtleties either i don't think i noticed that at first mm-hmm. but you're right they like the writers i guess it would be the writers i mean writers director the yeah. whole team really yeah, cause, again costume design in terms of how angela was presenting mm-hmm. herself you know totally but no they didn't have somebody spoon feeding you the answer mm-hmm. you just kind of had to recognize it and i think that's definitely something that i would say separates like a good movie from a great movie mm-hmm. because i'm admitting that this is a great movie mm-hmm. i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything but well but i mean i don't think i even would i mean not to that. say there's not there's 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 some flaws with the movie like, oh totally you know i mean there's flaws with every movie <gasps> what nothing is perfect the godfather is perfect is it on our list it is now <laughs> god damn it Go on. <laughs> um, Baby steps. <laughs> gotta work up to it. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't really think about it. I would. I would not have put that together. That they didn't spoon feed, spoon feed us that you know what. Mm-hmm. John is this really good, caring guy, even though he comes across like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And there is this very much so like a duality to their relationship. They didn't give it to us, and I don't. I mean, I saw it. I experienced it. But I don't think I would have put it together in those words. Mm-hmm. I let's talk Shia LaBeouf's character because I feel kind of bad that I forgot. Like when I was naming them in our intro, <laughs> that I was like, "Oh yeah, Shia LaBeouf." Forgot about him. Yeah, um, totally. I I, de- I knew he had a role to play. I was like, "What? Why are you here? Like, <laughs> like well, you clearly want to do the Constantini thing, but mm-hmm. you don't have the gift." And I'm really just what I I don't I don't understand. Who are you and why are you here? And I think he's somewhat of that exposition in terms of like, there is a little explanation that does have to happen for him and mm-hmm. vice versa. Like he explains, look, John, I know these things, you know? Like, yeah, I'm knowledgeable. The, I'm knowledgeable. Use my knowledge. Yeah. Oh my God, it fucking killed me though. Uh, Which part? And he's like, you're right, John. It's not like they read about in the books. And I'm like, oh, you just got marked by a bitch ass angel yeah it was the angel was it, the, oh, it was the angel yeah i thought it was the demon that was inside of no angela it was the angel that picked him up and threw him up and down and that's when john did the whole like i command you to come into the light with the arms he uh, forced gabriel to be seen ah uh, okay because like, i totally thought it was a demon then when yeah, that happened yeah, gabriel straight, being a dick uh, yeah, because I thought he was, like, I got that he was, like, summoning... Whatever it was. Gabriel. Mm-hmm. But I thought he was just summoning him from wherever Mm-mm. he was. And I wonder if that's why that whole part seems kind of lost on you. Mm-hmm. It was because you didn't recognize that it was Gabriel that was being summoned. I didn't. Like, that wasn't just being summoned, but, like, yeah. being told, get your shit into the light. And that's why when Gabriel shows up, their foot is on John's throat. And is threatening him. Got it. 
think that, we need to. Re- I think we need to rewatch this movie. I'm sorry, but I, I think we might need to. Re- maybe that's our that's a future rule that I have to watch it twice before we do a filming <laughs> or maybe. a recording. Yeah, but the problem is, it's so much fun to like have that initial discussion because oh, totally. again, like even just in this, you're like. Okay, maybe it is again that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's definitely getting better the more that we talk about it. Yeah, no, I did not. I didn't. I didn't realize that it was Gabriel. Yeah, that was being a dick. Being a dick. A little bag of dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Also, didn't really quite catch Gabriel's role in the entire movie, so that might be something to talk about. Okay. Like okay, so let's we're we're gonna back up first though to Shia LaBeouf. Yes. We're gonna finish Shia. with him. Chaz. <laughs> Jinx. We're gonna finish with Chaz, and then we'll jump to Gabriel. So, again, I, I appreciated him. There was a, a little part of me that wished they built his character a little bit more. I didn't really and, understand his purpose. Exactly. And at the same time, I also kind of appreciate that they didn't because I didn't want this like I'm gonna prove that I know everything character running around. Right. Well, those are also, always so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but I also didn't want him to just like. He clearly wanted to do what Constantine does. Right. And I guess this comes back to like John being an asshole, but also really nice and kind of like, you don't have that gift and I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. I think it was a lot more of that protection piece of like, I don't want, nobody belongs, nobody should be seen in this world, Mm -hmm. especially not a human, right? Mm -hmm. Like humans already have it hard enough. Right. Of not being manipulated by either side, right. that to then want to be dragged into this, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> why do you want this job? Why do you want this job? And so I think again speaks to John's character of that, right. like, let me protect, let me take care of, let me baby in a mm-hmm. sense. But at the same time, he's still using him because, as far as I could always tell, he never paid Chaz for those taxi rides. I don't think he did. No. Nope. But did Chaz really mind? No, because he got to hang out with John and he got to ask questions and he got to like, I know things. I know of. things. I mean, he had the book in the front of his car. I don't know if you saw the yeah, beginning. Yeah, Satanism of... and Witchcraft. Yeah, exactly. So, I did like, read that. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Paying attention to the background stuff. So like, again, and I think something again, I, I think that DC has not done well, but Marvel has done well. Mm-hmm has been that like we're just gonna drop you into this world and you kind of just learn as you go mm-hmm. as opposed to like them trying to force feed you and tell you how physics works in this world right mm-hmm. and i think they did a really good job with this in constantine of we're just gonna drop you here mm-hmm. and you figure it out as you go mm-hmm. and yeah. had they made Chaz more of that like let me tell you all the cool things that I know and what I've learned and John I read this in a book like yeah that would be more of that spoon feeding and would have been yeah. super annoying well, and I, I think something that I, I'm i kind of piecing together now is that this movie kind of feels a lot like a video game. Oh, there was a whole video game scene. I was totally going to make fun of it with you, but go on. I, I think I know exactly what I'm scene sure you're you talking do. about. But no, it felt like it it watched similarly to the way a video game plays. Because mm-hmm. some video games give you all of the information that you need. And mm-hmm. they, give you, they tell you everything, but mm-hmm. you still have to figure things out on your own. Right. And you have to learn the world itself. Yeah. That is very much so what Constantine did. Like right. you have, you had to learn it and figure it out. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. It's definitely interesting. I'm yes. getting used to it. There you go. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Chaz, again, I think could have done done more with him and appreciate that they didn't do more with him. Right. 
I think it would have been a very fine line between doing more and doing um, too much. Yeah. And I definitely, because there is a pretty decent chunk of the movie where he kind of just disappears. And yeah, I actually when, wondered where he went. Yeah, because it's when Angela shows up and they spend more time together. And so he doesn't need the driver anymore. He just rides around with Angela. <laughs> like, That's fair. That's and, a good point. Yeah. So, again, probably could have, you know, made mm-hmm. some comment in there. of Like, I wonder where Chaz is. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then he just shows up to, like, yeah. help him. Make bullets, you know. Make bullets. Make bullets. Yeah. Okay, so Gabriel. Yes. Let's talk Gabriel. Uh, I don't know the actor's name. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Mm -hmm. Love them. So I think Tilda is female identifying. I love her. I think the character... And this is why I actually really kind of appreciate them casting a female... To play Gabriel. To play what is typically perceived as a male angel if i and maybe i am wrong but i thought angels didn't technically have a gender which that's a great question for somebody who studies that kind of thing more i know from my learnings in movies such as dogma i just thought of dogma (laughs) that they don't have genitalia (laughs) They're like a Barbie. They're like a Ken doll. Um, specifically, Alan Rickman. Sad day. Why Why do we go there? Um, his Rest birthday was actually just recently, too. Anyways. What? His birthday was just recently, too. Oh. Um, I don't... I, I. In my world, mm-hmm. that would make sense to not have male angels and female angels, because why would they need to? Wow, yeah. And... I am not a theology major. I am not a theo- I'm not a theist. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, so a theologian. There theologian. There we go. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, but again, I, that's. I think that's part of why I appreciate them casting Tilda to mm-hmm. do this role and look rather androgynous while doing it. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. No, I I definitely appreciate it as well. Also, can we just talk about her outfit at the end of the movie? In all white, with the like her. white strappy thing. Oh my god! Yeah, I actually thought about it. I was like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to cosplay this character. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a wig. Uh, okay, a blonde wig. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not skinny enough for this character, but we will figure it out. That's weight and size have nothing to do with cosplay. True, about respecting the character. It's a true fact. Yes. Anyways. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, um, I I really did appreciate. I, I guess what I I appreciated the character and how she portrayed Gabriel because mm-hmm. he was just it almost at one point felt like he was like corrupted, mm-hmm. and I didn't quite understand why he fell from grace. Mm-hmm. That didn't quite make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So the whole piece at the end why he's the one who's trying to bring Mamon Mamon yeah into the world yes Doesn't make i sense. mean i i got that he was the one that wanted it but it didn't quite make sense why he wanted it okay so in gabriel's speech yes they talk about humans kind of abusing the gift that god has given them mm-hmm. in terms of the choice of free will and life and just existence in general mm-hmm. and so like rapists okay. and murderers running around and gabriel is talking directly to john in yes. this one this is the scene you're talking about yes, yes, yes okay yes, yes. so end. what i didn't quite get in that 
not that I didn't quite get it, but what I, I thought Gabriel was just talking to John about John. Like you show your best side when you are faced with these terrors and these horrible things. And that's when your best side comes out. Mm -hmm. I thought they were just talking about John. And so when they were like, I'm going to give you like awful, terrible, horrible things to show your best side. Mm -hmm. I thought they were He meant to everybody. Yeah. I totally just thought it was to John. And I was like, so you're trying to save his soul? Mm Mm-hmm. Is kind of what I was trying. I was like, it's not all about John in this case. I I realize that now. <laughs> I thought it was all about John in the moment. No, sure wasn't. And I I'm I'm giggling because like, yes, a lot of people when they are faced with true trauma and true horror, mm-hmm. show their best side. Right? They fight, or fight, or freeze. Worst. Well, some. What's the worst? I mean, I think depending on the situation, like abandonment or like sacrificing someone else to save yourself fight flight or freeze like right. that's self-defense that's pure basic and you cannot say one is better than the other Fair. so yeah. in the face of true trauma and true horror you show your best side mm-hmm. and freezing could still be a great side mm-hmm. self-defense so their logic is to put all humans in, in, the, worst that, place. in the worst scenario so possible, possible. And whoever comes out the other side is truly worthy of God's love. Yeah. As okay, a trauma I, therapist, that terrible, makes no sense. That's a terrible idea. So that makes, I mean, that uh, now that I'm, I'm realizing that is on a um, humanity scale, mm-hmm. not just a John. Mm-hmm. Now that speech makes sense. Mm-hmm. It made sense when it was just a John, but I just didn't catch that it wasn't just for John. Right. I'm learning a lot about how I watch movies. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I am too. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Gabriel, I mean, you can make the argument that Gabriel's corrupted, but you can also make the argument that Gabriel is doing exactly what Gabriel is supposed to do. Yeah. In that I'm here as a servant of God Mm -hmm. to do... To whisper things to you to make you do right, to make you more confident, right. to make you more helpful or whatever. To, but to help shape you into the ideal that God is wanting of you. Mm-hmm. And then they took it to the extreme uh-huh. of like, let me torture all the humans. Let me torture <laughs> make, everyone. And make them who's... better and worthy of God's love. And they're missing the point, right? Yeah. Again, my understanding of from talking to Christian believers is that everyone is worthy of god's love yeah it's what you do with your life and how you live it and you asking for forgiveness um, absolution yeah is and i really only know that word because it was in the movie (laughs) i mean i probably would know it outside of that but like in this moment i'm remembering that Uh, word because it was in the movie nope i i I would not have known that word absolved i wouldn't that's the one i was gonna use There, there you go so um, yeah, I think, and again, that's where angels differ from humans mm-hmm. is that angels have to, mm-hmm. humans choose to. Mm-hmm. Look at that CBT coming in there. All right, sorry, that's one. So yeah, that's Gabriel. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. 
That makes a lot more sense. I I can totally see where Gabriel is coming from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't necessarily agree with it. Well, gee, I wonder why. What? What? I mean, forcing people into massive traumas, I don't exactly agree with. Not a fan. I mean, job security, but not a fan. I was just like kind of in the like the the profession of like helping people get out of that. Yes. Yes. That's good. And I I joke job security, but I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm not surviving. Oh no. So not really job security. Not life security. Yeah. Maybe job security, but not life security. Job security for the field. But I mean, we also work in a field that is not a post apocalyptic. It's not gonna. It's not a post apocalyptic like benefit. No. No. We are the worst zombie survival people. Profession. Yeah. Like, we are useless. We really are. After everything. Um, well, our hobbies could potentially keep, make us useful. True. So if you ever need a therapist, or if you ever if you ever looking for a zombie apocalypse team, check your therapist, find out what their hobbies are, and see if they'd be useful. Or otherwise, their friends who have ADHD. One of the two. That's fair. My other thought, though, is that we could be helping do it. Okay, those those of us who are EMDR trained uh-huh. and can do the, like, crisis response EMDR, oh, totally. we would be beneficial. Because mm. then we could be helping people not that's, go cray-cray. Uh-huh, that's true. Aha! That's a, I that's found funny. a reason to stay, to be on somebody's zombie apocalypse team. Yay! I'm going to go get EMDR trained. <laughs> you probably should. <laughs> I'm in the process. That's okay. Um, can we talk about the devil? Yes. And his... Let's representation and his presentation and all of him well and all his glory <laughs> or lack thereof i it shouldn't was, say the devil's got glory that's weird uh it did in this movie uh they did he did i did not expect the devil to show up in white mm-hmm. that i thought was interesting and i didn't mm-hmm. could it didn't feel like mockery mm-hmm. it just felt like this is what i'm wearing mm-hmm. and um, he's got to wear his nicest suit to come up and get drawn. Come on, I know the only he's soul so classy. That he would come to it, come in person, for. right? In person, in the flesh. I right. don't know. Yeah, but um, somebody else's flesh, probably. <laughs> I didn't quite under. I, I, uh, I worth watching again. It's like the seventh time I've said it. <laughs> Yay! I'm not sure what to think or how to feel about the devil in this particular movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, there's so many different parts. Like, I love the fact that he just, like, basically pulled, like, the parent move. And it was like, no. Mm-hmm. Stop. 100% grounded like, is son. You are, go home. You're grounded. You're like, grounded. Like, I I rule this kingdom. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, which I really appreciate. Also, the look on Gabriel's face when he moved. Angela out of the way mm-hmm. but I well, mean he I, he showed up and was just like I'm the boss bitch and he just owned it he just owned it it was great like, I'm gonna just like casually walk through this floating glass yeah and just like swoop her out from underneath your glory blade yep uh, blade of destiny I, was like, I wouldn't call it a glory blade but okay <laughs> I couldn't remember what the sword of destiny sword of destiny or spear of destiny spear of destiny it's a spear steady step and these are jazz fingers. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Anyways. Anyway. I also appreciate the relationship between the devil and John. Because I don't know if you caught that when the devil shows up, what does John call him? I didn't catch it. Calls him Lou. <laughs> <laughs> 
sharp for Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> so like you're on a I'm, like casual like yeah nickname basis with the fucking devil. <laughs> with the fucking I, devil. I, I did not catch that. I didn't. I fucking that love that. Like no, yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear that at all. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is funny. He's all like Lou. <laughs> What's up, Lou? Took you long enough. <laughs> And he's calling him out like you took forever. Hurry up. Like I got shit to do. <laughs> Try to die here. <laughs> I didn't nope, didn't catch that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I heard him say like took you long enough. Yeah. But I didn't catch Lou. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Lou. <laughs> Fascinating. And so but again, like, they've had the basis with, uh, with the devil. I almost said who doesn't want to be, but I don't want to be. I don't like, want to be. And I'm not religious. <laughs> like, right. I still don't want to be. But I mean, if you know that you're going there, if you've already been condemned to hell and you're there's nothing that's going to save you mm-hmm. and you go there anyway. Right. Why not? Well, because and again, I think they've had such a kind of cat and mouse relationship ever since he killed himself right. when he was a teenager right. that it's been this kind of like I'm middle gonna... finger. Fuck you. I get to do me. Yeah. Until whatever. Right. Yeah. No, I, I do appreciate the character though. Like mm-hmm. he just, and then with the the cigarette and the like not lighting it, I was like, "Why are you just just give the man a cigarette? No, he's gonna die, dude. Just let him let him let him go out in peace or pieces. Yeah. I mean, pieces. Um, and and again, I think that still spoke to their relationship in some way. Like, oh, totally. Very. I'm gonna sit here as your nail in the coffin. I'm gonna sit here and fuck with you. Yeah, and not, not give, give you your nail yeah. in the coffin. Can I just speak to the very end of their, not the very end, but like mm-hmm. at the end when he like hands like inside the rib cage and like, uh, do you like, know what he was doing? Yeah, I okay. did. I took okay. me a second, but I I was like, it took me that? a minute the first time I saw it. Too. Yeah, like, it was like, cause it was a really, it was the, the pain part lasted a long time, but then they just have this really short scene of the devil just holding these, like his hands and they're just covered in this blackness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the I don't understand. And I realized that he pulled the tar out of his lungs. He pulled out the cancer. He pulled out the cancer. Yep. But then I asked myself, why? Why would you do that? Why? What was the, what was his, per- why? Why would you save him? Like. Did you not hear what he said? Was this, oh, uh, uh, hold on. My brain is like reordering things and I okay, need to make right. sure that I have that's these right. things in my order. Because he was on his way to heaven and mm-hmm. then he pulled the cancer out, correct? Mm-hmm. And that, wasn't it like the, well, fuck you, you're not going to die. Uh-huh. I'm not going to let you die. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to keep you alive long enough to really show that you belong to hell. I'm expecting you to fuck up again in the future. So hard that I'm going to give you another chance at life. Yep. A second, second chance. Yep. What a dick move. <laughs> I mean, I got why he was doing it, but like. Dick yeah, move, bro. Yeah, yeah dick move bro yeah fuck you yeah i did i did appreciate john's like haha fuck you yeah as he's floating up he's flipping the bird and then the devil's like no fuck you nope 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 uh and fuck you more i i do appreciate like the the portrayal of the devil as this like sarcastic and uh, not that he wouldn't be but almost flamboyant a little bit Mm-hmm. But this very hard, like hard edges. He's like giddy. Uh huh. But in like a psychopathy kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I enjoy. 
Oh, he straight up enjoys the torture. Oh, totally. Yeah. Which, I mean, fits it's right up his alley. That seems appropriate. It's on brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely appreciated him. I also, I know when the credits rolled, I applauded the actor's name, and it's slipping me now, of course. Mm-hmm. But the actor who plays the devil mm-hmm. did just such a phenomenal job. Oh, he did a great job. Yeah. Also, I really appreciate just the fact that when the devil came into the scene, like he descended mm-hmm. from above. Mm-hmm. So glad you brought that up because I was totally going to talk about it too. I, at first I thought, I was like, why is, why is God coming? God coming for Gabriel? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And then when his feet hit the water, they sizzled. And I was like, oh, now this doesn't feel very holy. This doesn't feel <laughs> godly. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here? Who did? <laughs> who, who are you <laughs> what is this what's happening here exactly <laughs> can you explain yourself yeah. please and and again i love that we're so used to the devil rising things coming up from hell yeah totally that instead he descended descended and i was i wasn't expecting it no. which i realized i wasn't expecting anything in this movie because i haven't seen it like how do you have an expectation for that and i didn't tell you anything about it yeah i didn't even let you watch the trailer I know. I have seen the trailer before. That's right. It's been a long time. Did like, you for... see it when like it first aired? Probably. Okay. <laughs> and probably once or twice since then. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think I walked through the living room while my family was watching it. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. And went and did something else. That's fair. <laughs> it's my MO. Um, there was a moment, and we didn't talk about this when Gabriel, when we talked about Gabriel, we didn't talk about Gabriel's end. Oh, and gods well, show up there, and Gabriel's end. Well, which which end are you talking about for Gabriel? Both. So both the, are very important. I feel well, like. I just thought it was I, I thought it was interesting because I took it to be that the devil was taking his wings away. No, the devil had nothing to do with that. Because she, or they, Gabriel, mm-hmm. tried to punch the devil. And the devil said, somebody doesn't have your back anymore. Yeah, well, see, I, I remember that scene. Mm-hmm. because, And I heard it. And so I took, what I took that to mean was, somebody doesn't have your back anymore. Mm-hmm. So now I can, I can do something to you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not protecting you, so I can take these away from you. Mm-hmm. I can take your wings away and make you mortal. Which is fair. I guess I can see that as well. That's I've always how just I, saw it. I took that as God was like, Yeah, I saw what you did. Mm-hmm. And I'm pissed. Well, and I can see that too, like yeah. as you as you mentioned it, but I took it to be Lucifer's doing mm-hmm. because God didn't have Gabriel's back any longer. Mm-hmm. That now Lucifer that can... Lucifer could, Lou. <laughs> Lou had the power to do what he wanted to do mm-hmm. to Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Um, because Gabriel was in cahoots with his son. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I saw that scene. Mm-hmm. I, I understood what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, that game rule done fucked. <laughs> game done fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucked up, A.A. Ron. Fucked up, Gabriel. There's no real fun with that. Gabriel. 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 That sounds like gay. <laughs> gay. Gabriel. Gabriel. All right. <laughs> um, we've already been blasphemous enough. Let's like add to that. Uh, oh, that's funny. And then Gabriel comes back. Oh, yeah. When he missing comes... some appendages. Yeah, his wings are gone. Yeah. Because he's mortal. Yep. 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 I appreciated. Oh, my God. I love the fact that Gabriel begged for death. 
mm-hmm. like just begged for John to be like, you could do you, you want to shoot me? Mm-hmm. You could shoot me mm-hmm. here. I have your weapon. Mm-hmm. Kill me. Because like, I'm still innocent and I could go to heaven because I've done nothing wrong. Yeah. And then if you shoot me and instead he punches him in the face, punches him in the face. It's like, look at you on the up and up. You chose the higher path. Well, and I love like Gabriel's look upon getting punched. There was that like beat of like, ow. And then like Like, the actual like, ow. Yeah. Like, well, they've never experienced pain. No. Yeah, exactly. But that's why I'm like, I find it so like, I enjoy that part so much because there's that like, just that beat of like. Uh, I don't know how to process that. I don't know what just happened. Ow. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then an actual ow. Like, oh, yeah. I was, you could see the ow. You could, well, it's like the, the shock where there is no ow, and then the face ow, and then the ow ow. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yes. It Tilda. was just it was Tilda just, just did a wonderful job. Wonderful. And then, um, yeah, John being like, yeah, that, gonna, that's pain. That's pain. Have fun. Get used to it. Yeah. And, uh, I appreciated Gabriel's response though. Like, oh my god, I chose a higher path. Like, almost seemed like proud of him. Yes, but I feel but, like, like Gabriel's going to turn around and become like a TV and even jealous person. It's going to be super annoying. Those I people know. that get on TV. No, no, like, no. I, 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 I know. I know what you're talking about. Just because, like, immediately turn that into like, oh, look at you taking the higher road. Like, shut right. up. Like, thank you. Take your L and walk away. <laughs> okay. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Um, I. Maybe. I, I could see them becoming a televangelist, mm-hmm. but I also could see them just, like, trying to find a way to die in a way that is still acceptable. Right. <laughs> like, I don't want to be mortal. That lovely passive suicidality. <laughs> right. Like, I could totally see that as, like, I don't want to be mortal, and so I'm going to find a way not to be. Exactly. Yeah. I think, and again, I don't know, that, like, seeking it out is mm-hmm. still not good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. technically... That's still suicidal. Exactly. Even if you're not actively doing it yourself, you're yeah. just actively seeking it. Exactly. So, um, all right. I can think of two other characters that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Balthazar. I don't know what it was about Balthazar, but I really appreciated him. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the character as brief as mm-hmm. their role was. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I actually appreciated the character or if I just thought the actor was attractive. Such combi, a hard little, distinguish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Little, little combi, little combi. Mm-hmm. Like not even that attractive. Like I don't know what it was about them that I was like, oh, you attractive. But like, it's the narcissistic devil side of him. You're just you like it. It's fine. Just admit I it. I don't like what that says about me. That's weird. Ugh, gross. I feel like I have to go to therapy now. <laughs> it feels like you're normal. Hmm. Fair. There's nothing wrong with being attracted to confidence, and narcissism definitely exudes that. That's true. So That's good point. Yeah. So. I appreciated the character. I appreciated Balthazar because it was this like, actually what I thought was really great was that he was going to like banish him to heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, can you do that? I Well, and I love the fact that Constantine kind of calls his own bluff. Right. Because he's doing it and the guy's like squirming and finally gives up like how, you know, how Maman's going to come back to earth or mm-hmm. come back to this plane. And then Constantine's like, I can't do that, you idiot. You have to ask for absolution. Like, that's where I got the word from. Huh. And so, yeah, he's like, even like, dude, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, you're a demon. Now, fuck off and like, die. Like, you're you're a, a, de- a demon halfling. Yeah. You're the uh, demon. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you not know this? Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
I don't know. Again, he's another character, and I think this is because I love villains, mm-hmm. that I feel like they could have done more with him. They could have totally used him more. I wanted to see more of, like, because he's the reason that the priest killed himself. Mm-hmm. Drank himself to death in the liquor store. Oh, that scene is oh so my good. God. Oh, we didn't and... talk about the priest yet. Okay, there's another person I need to talk about. Yeah. Um, that scene I, is so good. I loved that scene because it was that, like, is there a demonic presence that's genuinely stopping him from drinking? Mm-hmm. Or... Is it something else? And it mm-hmm. couldn't really figure it out because the bottles were leaking or like they were draining when he would put them down, but mm-hmm. when it wouldn't appear that way when he was trying to drink them. Yeah. I, I felt like that scene was so well done. And mm-hmm. I really appreciated I, I appreciated that it was Balthazar, but it also came with the explanation from John of just like, this is what halflings do. Mm-hmm. They whisper in your ear and they tell you to do things, and mm-hmm. then you get to choose whether you do them. Yeah. Whether you're it's demonic or holy. Yeah. Like, yeah, again, but, and again, like, that's the other interesting thing, too, kind of like with Chaz. I think if they'd done more with Balthazar, it may have been done the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I would I feel have like it's been one of those, annoyed. I think they did enough with the supporting characters mm-hmm. to fill their need. Yes. Like, it was enough. It was not an excess, which I think the idea of being left wanting more mm-hmm. is a really big compliment to right. like the producers and the directors and the, everyone that was in the movie mm-hmm. or wrote the movie mm-hmm. because they're memorable. Right. Regardless of how big their role was, they had actually, it makes me think of um, when I was in high school and I did drama, my drama teacher basically. So the, the common phrase of like, there are no small actors only mm. small, or there are no small roles, only small actors. Yes, yes, yes. He made a comment about, how much he loved playing supporting characters. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you get to do more with a supporting character than you do with a, with, a, with the lead. Yeah. And our entire class was like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. He was like, you have three entrances and four lines to create a character yep. that the, the audience can relate to. Yep. Or that likes or that they want more from. Right. You have to, your character has to be so well developed and you have to play it. That well. That well. Yeah. And that's what Chaz and Balthasar were. Mm-hmm. Like, they... And one other character. And one other character. We'll get to them. But um, of the two that we've talked about, mm-hmm. they both fit into that role. Like, I want more from them mm-hmm. because they did enough. Right. I always think about that, too. Because, like, you shared that story with me before, and I've thought about it since then. Of that, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, totally. You get to do so much more with a, a side mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Because they don't have this long drawn out backstory and right. you need to know blah, blah, blah. Um, and i would also like to say specifically about this movie i feel like this movie was truly made by a fan of the comic mm. that again they don't they're not spoon feeding they're not forcing you mm-hmm. to you have to understand like you have to enjoy it probably like i do with lord of the rings you have to <laughs> like this you have to enjoy it let me tell you how much you're supposed to enjoy it and instead it's just this is the story this is the story Take it or leave it, you know? And so I I really appreciated that. And yeah, I think, again, Balthazar, Chaz, and Midnight. Oh my God. Three that I would just love. Okay. Balthazar and Chaz, not as much. Midnight, though. (laughs) I appreciate, like, I got a lot of, like, voodoo priestess, uh, like, a voodoo priesty vibes from him. Like, Catholic voodoo priest. (laughs) Totally. But I love that he, like, played this neutral part but he never felt neutral he seemed to have chosen a side without choosing a side 
and without engaging. Mm -hmm. Almost like he, the devil's going to win, so I'm just going to have a club where all the demons hang out. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't necessarily would know it was just the demons or if that just happened to be demon night, but right. like, I, I mean, I feel like Tuesday night is demon night. Maybe. You don't know. What are you going to these clubs? Anyway, avoid them. They usually, you usually get eaten when you're human. Yeah. As you saw. Yeah. Somebody was getting eaten. I saw that. I, I didn't feel like he picked a side without picking it. Like towards the end, obviously when Constantine shows up and is like, dude. I have to do this. I have we're, to we're out of, balance. yeah, we're out of, you know, balance. balance. We're, we can't do this neutral shit anymore. Uh-huh. Before that, I felt like he was truly that neutral mm-hmm. because he yelled at John. He held at Balthazar. He was like, both of you knock it the fuck off. This is my club. Mm-hmm. You will respect my decisions yeah. while you're in this. House again, rules, house rules and my house. Fuck you both. And again, I think they could have, mm-hmm. I would have loved to, and, and I think this, like, I would have loved to see more from this character. You know what? Know what the appropriate response should be? Hmm. Go read the comic, you dumb twat. Like, <laughs> but I don't want to read. Um, <laughs> and he just, I, I can never pronounce his his first name correctly. Mister Hansu, the actor, uh. just phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And I, I he just was in loved Blade, it. wasn't he? No. Oh. Was that's Wesley Snipes? No, I wasn't thinking Wesley Snipes. I was thinking of a, a different character. I feel like Midnight, the actor, was in a different movie, but I don't know what movie it was. I'm sure he's been in a lot of movies. Well, he is an actor. He is an actor. <laughs> it's usually how it works. <gasps> really? Yeah. <sighs> I know, right? <laughs> Crazy. So, anyways. Yes. Midnight. I would love to know more. Oh, totally super fascinating i want to well and i appreciated i think that's where i i really appreciated chaz because he was like oh, you're midnight you're all the, and like, you like just, fanboyed over him oh like, totally and he was like take him and then kill him yeah and then be done with his shit <laughs> like i really appreciated midnight for that yeah. and i just loved him standing in the back with a big old cheesy grin just laughing at the whole like interaction between the two of them and, he, and then he's like eh, take him with you and then kill him. And then, yeah, he turns to go pray over Chaz. Uh-huh. And Chaz is like, what is happening? Is, okay. All right. I'm just going to stand here. Very respectful. Yeah. Thank you. And then and he, he goes to pray over John. And John's like, are you kidding me? This. Like, this is like, really? Yeah. Which I understand. Again, given yeah. John's, John's relationship with with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. No reason for it. Yeah. And, and But Midnight's still like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyways. Fuck and it. like goes back to it. Yeah. I do appreciate Midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Would love to know more. Go read uh, the comics. Dang. <laughs> Rude. So then the priest is the only other one that I feel like we really need to talk about. Uh, priesty, priesty. Priesty, priest. Um, I don't think I quite understood in the beginning because mm-hmm. it was still the very beginning of the movie of like, this is your, like, I, I got that he had an alcohol problem, mm-hmm. but I, I realized they were setting up for the story and like a lot of the things that happened mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those, like, what are you talking about? Like, you said that the exorcism was done wrong, or I can't even remember if you said wrong or if you said something else. Are you talking about the very beginning mm-hmm. with the girl? The very beginning. All he said was, I couldn't pull it out. Mm-hmm. So basically just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, so like when I told you at the beginning, or like in the well, intro. it was after that. It was, so it was like, the, John shows up, I couldn't pull it out. Mm-hmm. He goes in, saves the girl. 
and then they come out and mm-hmm. it's the scene when he's taking his like i think it's a trinity whatever necklace. the, yeah, the, the little... necklace i meant to ask Bryn what that was all about it's okay anyway we'll figure it out yeah. um but took it off of him and said you know take take some time and i thought he meant take some time off like no. uh, don't drink no but um yeah so i didn't quite i, I, feel I mean like... technically probably did have some of the don't drink because mm-hmm. part of the reason he drinks is because he has a gift is because he has a gift yeah and so not only does he use his belief as a way to protect him from the gift uh-huh. he also drinks to protect him from the gift yeah yeah which is why he turned to alcohol at the end when he died yeah i don't necessarily feel like i want to know more about him i feel like his role was pretty straightforward right exactly but i wanted him i really wanted there to be more about like well i guess he did tell him i was like i want i really want the priest to tell john like what he found or what he saw like Mm -hmm. i wanted that information to get relayed but i realized that the story would have been like half as long had he vocalized it Right. Instead of just stabby stabby himself in the hand, which was super smart. Oh, totally. Never would have thought about. Let me carve. The... Also, don't know how he carved it with a corkscrew. Well, it has a little like point I mean, at the end. No and shit. He stabbed. He didn't. Yes, like... but like, it looked a lot cleaner than like connect the dots. <laughs> if you know well, what I, mean. I mean, his stabby stabby was a lot more um, chaotic. Yes. And for it to be a very pristine circle with cross through it was rather impressive Suspension. especially for being drunk Suspension. and like mildly possessed what was it do you think he was actually drunk by that point talking tolerance here well we're talking tolerance and we're also talking like biology like I say within you, like two minutes of you trying could to slam chug a bottle in two minutes you're not gonna be dead or drunk or drunk you might feel really uncomfortable yeah you're probably nauseous because your stomach is not happy because you just slammed. I mean, there's just like chugging a whole gallon of water. Right. Or your stomach's the, like, whoa, hold or on. Doing the gallon challenge of milk. Like, oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible idea. Don't do it. Zero Horrible. out of 10. Don't recommend. Never did it. I know people who have. I watched people do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, <laughs> anyways, stubby, stubby. Whole milk. Yep. I know. <laughs> Different people. <laughs> So the stabby, Who does stabby. that? The stabby stabby. The stabby, stabby. I'm just going to sit here and pull Well, I mean, he, he knew that he had to get the message to John. Right. And so he did it in the only way that he knew how. Right. And that was to stab himself. Yeah. But I, I would I would make the argument that he was probably more possessed than drunk as far as, like, what caused his death. Mm. Or under the influence okay. of demonic presence. Yes. Because, there we go. Okay. Because Balthazar was there. Balthazar was part of the reason he did yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. But and, I also wonder how much of it was his gift. Yes. I mean, I think it's a little bit of column A, column B, right? Well, because, again, when he touches Isabel's body... It moves. It moves. He also... The voices get louder mm-hmm. and get more chaotic. Because uh-huh. you hear them when he first walks in, they're kind of... Like, yeah. they're quiet, but they're not that bad. As uh-huh. soon as he touches her, the volume increases and the intensity increases. And then the thing shows up on her wrist. Yep. And so I think it's, again, kind of combination of... Mm-hmm. both his his gift as well as this in, this negative influence that's going on totally i don't think i need to know more about him again i think his role was very straightforward and, I, and you pick up a lot from just kind of his short time his, his short time totally uh, yes i would absolutely agree a very important role yeah. because without the stabby stabby john wouldn't have known what to look for exactly can we talk about something that frustrates the fuck out of me in this movie yes let's do that i absolutely hate hated 
this like undertone of a wannabe love story oh in this movie okay like okay drove me nuts. like they could have taken like there are three scenes that i can think of that like john leans in and angel's like oh my god is he gonna kiss me and then like it doesn't because john's an asshole and that's not what he's there for um and i think also for john too though is he knows better he knows better but he just watched two people that he has a an acquaintance with yeah they would call him friend he would call them acquaintance (laughs) like they they died so we're not about to go that direction no totally well i wish i feel like it's like normal or more normal than how it's portrayed in a lot of movies anyway but I feel like these three, those three scenes mm-hmm. could have been removed from the movie entirely and nothing would have changed. If not, the movie would have probably been better. I think they add a different kind of context. Mm-hmm. There's more like that subtle context rather than like, it doesn't change the storyline. doesn't like mm-hmm. literally does not impact mm-hmm. the storyline. And I think it's more of that, like, playing on the audience in a sense of that, like, maybe you're hoping for it or your typical experience in these kinds of movies is for him to have this love interest, him to get Well, that's a, that's a stereotypical American movie. You have to have the love interest. You have to have the love story. That's, like, there are very few I think movies. it depends on the genre of movie, but go on. I feel like most movies have some sort of romantic romantic storyline un- story or side story or undertone that's mm-hmm. purposeful and very much so like intended well yeah because that's part of life right it's a part of life it's also relatable and i get that but it just felt like with the context of this movie and maybe that's maybe they're drawing on the fact that it is a comic book and later in the comic book like they end up getting together or they actually end up having a relationship i can totally see that but in the movie for what i saw of it and I saw the whole thing, but for having seen it and it just, I feel like it wasn't necessary. Again, I think it's more of that subtle plot, that subtle piece, because I think it more is a commentary on you're coming in as the audience expecting. So are they playing the player then? Yeah. They're playing the audience by giving them this thing that they're expecting to be there. Yeah. I feel like that's so out of character for the rest of this movie, though. To not spoon feed anything and then to give the audience this thing that they expect. But they're not giving it to you. Well, they're not giving it. True. Okay, that's fair. They're not giving it to you. And I will agree with that. But it's that like you're playing on this trope of movies. Mm-hmm. Right? But you're also playing on the, I mean, at the same time, you're playing on the trope of good versus evil. And yet at the end, you learn that good can sometimes be evil and evil can sometimes be good. Right? What does Gabriel do? What does the de- what does the devil do? He squints his eyes and looks like he sneezes, but then he says that she's in heaven now. And that, but also he grounds his son. He sends his son into the That I felt like was self serving. I didn't feel like that was necessarily good. Like he didn't I felt like Why that's... can't it be self serving and good at the same time? Okay, well it is. He still I saved will, humanity. I will agree with you. I don't think that he cared that he saved humanity. No, of course not. So he... Well, I mean, okay, I take it back. I feel like he it could technically be somewhat of a, a care from a different lens. Because at the end of the day, if humanity, if his son comes onto Earth... And corrupts humanity. And, and most people go to, or more people go to or God. Or just they all die. Or everyone dies. He loses, technically. 
he and God lose and he doesn't get to have his game anymore. True. It's not fun. So, again, that's still self-serving. Yeah. I don't think Okay, we it's... can make an argument that everything is self-serving. <sighs> yes, we can. Why are we... <laughs> we don't have to live in the gray all the time, Stevie. Well, I'm just saying... Okay, hold on. Hear my point, though. No. I, I agree with you that... <laughs> Yes, in a way, it is still self-serving because he gets to play the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna save humanity so I can keep my little like. And I don't want my t- son to win. Win, fuck him. Yeah, well, I don't want my son to win, which I see that is where it's the like, I am doing this purely out of service for myself because I want the power. I want to be. This is my plane. This I get is to rule my here. plane. I get to rule here, or mm-hmm. I'm I'm the devil. I'm the ruler of hell, and like, you don't get to be that. You're my son. Mm-hmm. When I die, you can have that, and I'm not going to. So, yeah. get the fuck out. Yeah, like in go time, the, go the fuck get home. The, yeah, and go home. You're grounded. Yeah, yeah. So no PlayStation. I didn't for a week. see that. I, I guess I could see. I can totally see how it is like evil doing good. Mm-hmm. But it's this unintentional. Like it's the it's the side effect of his action to stay in power. Mm-hmm. That is the good thing, not mm-hmm. intended to be good by him. Whereas Gabriel did this evil thing with intention to bring goodness around, but he chose to do an evil act by bringing. So isn't that literally what you just said about the devil? I have to think about that because <laughs> I don't think it in, in my head. It's not. The devil did a bad thing with good intention. And Gabriel did a good thing with bad intention. Or actually, I think that's no, I, so the I, devil did a good thing with bad intention, and the and Gabriel did a bad thing with good intention. So they're opposites, exactly. But I, I guess my the thing that I'm seeing that's different is that Gabriel did an action with the intended outcome. So his action was to bring the ch- the devil's son to the mortal plane with the intention of bringing people to God. Yes, the devil banished his son back to hell Mm -hmm. go home you're drunk and inadvertently like saved humanity it was not a part of his intention it wasn't trying to do good it was only to like stay in power Mm -hmm. so it's that like i'm doing this thing for me but this other thing that's happening the saving the people Mm -hmm. i don't really care that that happened it wasn't my intention Mm -hmm. i just wanted my son to not come out because then i have to deal with it so, like, the first half I would agree with. The second half is where I feel like they differ. So, why does intention have to, like, your intention could still be for self-serving, but it could still be good. Tell me that you are a therapist, not because you get joy out of it and because you enjoy helping other people. And I will call you a fucking liar <laughs> if you say that's not true. No, I do. I do. So, I the do. intention can there be is good. There is joy in my work. Absolutely. Yes. yes. So... The intention of I want to help people. Mm-hmm. I'm getting something out of helping people. Mm-hmm. That's a selfish fucking motivation. Yeah. I mean, there is nothing. There is no selfless act that exists. So then why is it bad that the devil. I feel so weird arguing this point. <laughs> why is it so wrong that his intention, albeit selfish as fuck, is bad. I never said what it was it actually, bad. That's literally what you've been saying this whole time. I don't I think. I, uh, well, I, I don't think I'm trying to argue that it's bad. I think what I'm arguing is that he his intention was to stay in power. Which sure, that is that evil likes power. Power corrupts. Study hard, be evil. Come on. What? It's a whole thing. Knowledge is power. Power corrupts. Study hard, be evil. It's ah. A whole thing. Yeah. We'll let that sink in. I feel like that's a mantra or something. 
Maybe. Or should go on a sticker. It is. It's on a lot. It's fine. Okay. Um, I think what I... So, like, the devil sending his son back to hell. That was... He came... Well, John brought him there so this could happen. Mm-hmm. And then when the devil learned of this, he's like, oh, fuck no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in power. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's an, that, that's his evil, like, keeping him in, in, in place. Even though he, because he did this, he saved humanity, which he, one, doesn't care about, and two, it wasn't his intention. He it's cares like, about humanity. Who else does he get to play with? Yes, he does. Okay, in that regard, yes, he does care <laughs> about humanity. But he didn't say, oh, I'm sending my son back to hell in order to save these people to play my game. No. That was not, that's where it differs, because it wasn't. It's an it's an it's a side effect. It's the thing that happened because of the action that he did. This one action, mm-hmm. whereas Gabriel's place as an angel is supposed to be holy and good, mm-hmm. and he chose to do evil. So they're both making a choice to do something. He chose to send his son back to hell. He chose, and Gabriel chose to bring the son out. Mm-hmm. Right. So in making a choice of evil to then bring people to God. That the it's the cause and effect argument. I chose to, I'm doing this thing. I'm doing this action to cause this other thing to happen, which is to bring people back to God, to show them the light, to make them like, to torture them, to make them more holy. And that is a different, that's different than what the devil did. Yes. Because again, they're playing opposite sides. They're playing opposite sides, but one isn't playing the rest of the game. What game? He's keeping, like, okay, are you talking about the devil is not playing the rest of the game? I'm saying that Because he's really... literally playing his game to ca- maintain his game. <laughs> like, yes, he, I will agree with that. The whole movie is playing on mm-hmm. not getting what you expect. Mm-kay. Right? So you expect an angel mm-hmm. to do good. Mm-hmm. And you'd expect the devil to do evil. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And while arguments could be made that they still maintain their role... Mm-hmm. But the good choice is actually bad mm-hmm. for humans <laughs> because yeah. I don't want to be tortured. No. <laughs> that whole thing. Not unless I'm agreeing to it. And that's a different story. There's consent there. It's a whole, yeah, yeah. It's a whole different story. Like that haunted house out in California. Uh, no, fuck that. Never doing it. No. no, 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 no. There no. is no consent on that one. No. Cast his son back to hell. Mm-hmm. That's all he wanted to do. I mean, you could make the argument that he cast his son back to hell to keep him in power. So those are technically two different pieces. We are looking at the sub the subtext of saved humanity. Like, yeah, definitely not his like definitely not his MO. Inten- no, not his intention, not his mo. But ultimately, good. Yeah. And the reason I see them as being different is because the two the cause or the action and effect mm-hmm. were both planned by Gabriel whereas the action and effect of the devils where humanity survives mm-hmm. was not his he only had the action and again though I think we an can argument see the could, effect and again though I think an argue, argument could be made because him letting his son do his thing mm-hmm. takes away yes his power but takes away his whole purpose mm-hmm. so what's to say that you know, him choosing to banish his son and not retire mm-hmm. isn't not just self-serving, but also, I mean, ultimately it is self-serving all mm-hmm. around because it keeps him still getting to do Play his thing, game. do his thing. It's true. And again, Gabriel would be the exact same argument. 
mm-hmm. him like bringing Maman, bringing the sun to life helps him in his goal of bringing humans closer to God. That's mm-hmm. technically still self-serving. Mm-hmm. Fair. And, and I think the other piece too, is that this is kind of representative of the extremes on a, a well, it would be polar opposites mm-hmm. at some point you end up looping back around to the other side. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think this is also really, a, it's a beautiful representation of you cannot have one without the other. Yes. Like you cannot have yin and yang. Yin and yang. You can't have good without evil. You can't have joy without sadness. Like mm-hmm. they're not just yin and yang, but they're so interwoven. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a, like so much deeper of a message or like, and an implied message nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they don't spoon feed it to you. No, they don't. You have to get to there on your own. Um, or have a long, you know, hour conversation. Hey, that's okay. We made it. People on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I do. I do appreciate that idea of like the entire world is supposed to be neutral and balanced, but it's not Mm -hmm. because what is balance? Mm -hmm. And again, it's also, we expect, you know, moviegoers expect that's always the bad guys mm-hmm. that are throwing off the balance. Well, in this case, it wasn't. It's it wasn't. The good side. It was stupid it was, Gabriel mm-hmm. who needed to be punched in the throat. He got punched in the face at the end. I know. Yeah. So, um, thank you for going down that rabbit hole with me. Hey, you're welcome. Um, also, can we get back to this whole like love story relationship shit? Oh yeah, we need to finish arguing because that I out. it just drives me fucking nuts. I don't know why you. Do, I like, don't again, know because why it's that it drives whole, me like, nuts. It's not. It's it's the whole movie is not playing. On no, it's, it's not. It's, well, like, it's kind I, of. I, it, I guess I think part of what I'm frustrated about is that it it it, it they could not like the movie would be just as good if it didn't have it. Or if they had played it in terms of like not the like, oh my God, he's going to kiss me, like romantic aspect of it and really played it as this like, I almost wanted them to have like this, the sibling banter relationship and that's where their intimacy came from. Not the romantic like, oh my God, he's going to kiss me. And I feel like that bond would have been portrayed better in that, in this realm. I I think I would have appreciated it. I don't feel like Constantine would do the banter. I feel like he kind of just shuts it down. Okay. The, I mean, look not, at his relationship not, with Chaz. Maybe not so much the banter aspect of it, but like the way that you, or that it's portrayed like siblings care for each other and like, I'm going to roll my eyes, but I'm going to come save you. Mm-hmm. That kind of mentality, because that's kind of how I I see John's banter being of mm-hmm. like, I'm going to roll my eyes, but I'm going to come to hell and save you. Mm-hmm. I think I would have appreciated their relationship more in that regard because I feel like they could have done more with it. But I'm also saying this and not knowing like the whole story. I don't know the comic book. I don't know all those things because maybe it is an ode to future comics or future storyline stuff where they do get together. Right. Um, Or it's the long drawn out, like mm -hmm. it never happens. And there's always this tension. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see why it's there. I think I just want it to be different because I agree with you. I can see why like they're playing the player. They're playing the audience. They're mm-hmm. feeding the audience what the audience wants to see. But at the same time, not giving it. Yeah, yeah. Not giving it, but not giving it to them. Mm-hmm. But something about it just frustrated me because it didn't feel like, and I think this is, I think I'm frustrated by it because it feels forced. Like not that the, not rapey forced. <laughs> 
but (laughs) i think she she would have consented but yeah probably but it felt like they were trying to portray something in such a short way or in a small way or in a subtle way that they didn't give it enough to make it to grab my attention and it was yeah so i don't know so like you're not buying the relationship right now yeah which and one? I think that's partly where my frustration comes from. And not even like the story, because it doesn't it doesn't feel like it fits in the story. Well, yeah, and, there's no romantic context to the story. Yeah, that's why I think I'm frustrated by it, because there is no romantic context within the story of Constantine. Mm. And, and the, the movie. And the movie. Mm. And then these three scenes that they throw in where they are, like allude to a possible kiss just felt out of place to me. See, and I, I, I think I view it very differently because again one i think it's a throw to the audience of like mm-hmm. and i could see that i could totally see that because other movies that try to do things too far out of the realm of normalcy right. don't do well right and also i think it kind of speaks to, again to both of their characters like she has these moments of like where he leans in and she kind of you feel uh, her catch her breath mm-hmm. and have that hope mm-hmm. And he doesn't do anything. So one, talking about a gentleman. Right. Right. And again, the bathtub scene, hysterical, because like, she's all like, should I take off the rest of my clothes? And he just like stops. And she's like, dude, John. And he's like, I'm thinking. And I fucking love that part because it's like, he could literally, again, being True. damned to hell, being this. Could do whatever. Could be like, nope. Yep, you yep, need to be yep, naked. Yep, you need to be completely, you know. And so, instead, he goes, "No, you don't. You're fine. You're, you're good. Fine. You can keep Which, your clothes and on." I, and I, and I, that I would have told her to take her shoes off because it was just weird. But fair. Who gets into the bathtub? I, but full? he gets into the pots of water with shoes on. The only one he didn't was when he got electrocuted. Yeah, it was with midnight. Yeah. So well, hold on, before I get sidetracked again, that's actually not one of the scenes that I'm frustrated by. I know, no, no, I know, and that's what i find really interesting about it but could you it, imagine that scene without those other three i feel like that scene would have been fine like I oh i wholeheartedly disagree that would have been completely weird really i don't think it would have been i think it would have been really weird because it would have been this like especially the way she reacted of that like they've had no other like mm-hmm. hints at chemistry mm-hmm. and then suddenly he's considering looking at her naked I could and see, she like giggles and smiles about it. Right. I could see that being almost like the the ode of this could be where this is going and then never visit it again because that's not the story. And I would have hated that there's this one scene and that's it. See, I felt like that was the I think that's the banter that I was referring to. Because it's not banter, but it's that like comments that I found it, kind of funny. But again, I think if they only did it one time, it would have fallen really flat. Hmm. instead of this like and and i think again how i'm viewing those scenes too is the true genuine actual slow buildup of a relationship mm-hmm. that would be i would I argue somewhat finish Sorry. that i would argue could actually be like a the start of a healthy relationship healthier healthy ish relationship <laughs> because Fair. let's be honest Fair. Um, I, I don't I, I can agree with that. And I can see how that would build the storyline for... I mean, if they were going to make a sequel, which I think they announced at one point, but I haven't heard anything since. So I was thinking in the comic book. That too. Because I could see how that would be a thing. Mm-hmm. But but again, like, there's this, like, 
when you are hanging out with a person that you mm-hmm. find attractive and they happen to get really close to you. You get excited. You get excited. You have that moment of, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's going to happen. Oh my God, they're going to get, oh, and then again, nothing happens. You have that like, wait, whoa, is that really what the, wait, are we friends? What are we doing? Like, yeah. there is that somewhat of that internal peace. Right. And I think I, I can, I appreciate so, them, but again, I don't, I, I agree. I don't think they do anything for the storyline. Right. Other and, than so, character. which is probably what they're intended for Mm -hmm. and i can see your point i can see what you're i can i can see and agree with your point Mm -hmm. i'm still just irritated by them i don't know i don't i'm sure there's probably more there i think we need to do some serious work on that (laughs) been doing it okay Uh uh-huh thank you Uh uh-huh why do you think i'm in therapy as you should be as everybody should be it's true i'm biased though no (sighs) no i am everybody should be in therapy (laughs) That to me, that's or at least I've done their own therapy at some point in my life. Yeah, there you go. I agree. 100%. Yeah. We can agree to disagree, but I can totally see where your points are coming from. Yes. And I can respect that. Ew. I still just don't think that they need to be there. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's like most romance in most action movies is like, why? Why? why oh my God, it? this thing is blowing up behind me. Kiss me. Exactly. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, like Legend of Vox Machina. Beautiful fucking example. Oh my god! How he is like you do know I love you, right? And she's like, wait, what? Why? Right this, now, this is in the not middle, the time. this is not the time, and it's fucking perfect. Oh my god, it's fucking beautiful. Yes, besides point. So yeah, I <laughs> again, I agree, and I don't know. I I didn't mind them; they didn't drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. I kind of appreciated. I guess not even appreciate. I can I think see just and appreciate them more existence. because we've talked about it, mm-hmm. but I still just don't think they need to be there. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Shake on it. We did. <laughs> anything <laughs> else? That's it. Ew, no. Gross. COVID. Um, <laughs> anything else we need to? I don't know. I feel like. Now that we've we've dissected this poor movie. Okay. So we've dissected this movie quite thoroughly. I would say from my original statement at the beginning of this recording. I would watch it again. I'd probably watch it a couple more times because now I feel like I have a lot better context and a lot better like in-depth, not just knowledge from you, but also talking it through my own thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. I do feel a lot more connected to the movie mm-hmm. and the story. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is a very rich and subtle. And I don't, I'm kind of oblivious to a lot of things and we're not just talking about movies <laughs> subtlety is not my strong suit i mean you yes. should probably get an air horn and a megaphone yes to help me get a point that is should be obvious to other people yes so i will i would i will pro, i will watch it again yay yeah it's a good movie it's a good movie <laughs> After I only said that it was like, oh, I don't really think it was very good. And then I called it a great movie. Maybe the next movie we watch will be a trashy one so you can really understand like a solid trashy movie. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I have <laughs> so many in my mind. Uh, it's going to be good. Well, this has been Not, Not Best, Best Movie, movie Nights. Nights with Stevie and Joe. <laughs> and if you liked what you heard, you should uh, send the like button to hell to hang out with Lou. And maybe join it because it sounds like a good time. Not in hell. Maybe like encourage them to come back up. Yeah, sure. Come come to the mortal plane. It's yeah, come up here. Yeah. Uh, you could also subscribe to our podcast thing. Unless you're on Spotify. Yes. 
which on Spotify, you can then follow, you know, kind of like Chaz followed John around. And yeah. Just acted like he knew stuff. I mean, he did know stuff. That's he did fair. know stuff. Yeah. Not all the stuff, but he knew it. He knew some stuff. It was, he was book smart. He was book smart. Not street Not so, smart. No. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Bye.